Mindfulness Mode 517. And then when the worst thing comes up, we do everything we can to learn how to be friends with that experience and accept it just as it is. Hey, Mindful Tribe, Bruce here. I hope you're doing okay through this this pandemic experience with the social distancing and the lockdowns and everything that we're experiencing across the globe. Are you a little unsettled? Would you welcome having more contentment right now? I'm just trying to do everything I can to help with uh, all the tools that I have in my toolbox. And I have a free meditation that you can download Mindful Tribe. It has soothing waves and water to relax you. And it's all about just getting content, having that level of content. So you can download it here at mindfulnessmode.com slash waves of content. Now, today's interview, I interviewed him not so long ago, just a few days ago on the 11th of March, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with Dane. Hey, Mindful Tribe, have you ever tried to make something happen and you tried and you tried and you tried and you just couldn't make it work? Or maybe that was a business or maybe it was a business idea of some kind. Well, I've got the guy with me today that has so many suggestions, so many answers about how to get through blocks, about how to make things happen, about how to make business work. And he's done it for himself and he's done it for others. And I'm so excited to have Dane with me today. I've got Dane Maxwell. Hey, Dane, are you in mindfulness mode today? Yes, sir. Awesome. That's great. Dane Maxwell is a serial entrepreneur who has taken his own businesses from mere ideas to seven figure companies with in just get this within a brief period of five years he's gone on to create over 15 millionaires with his teachings and he specializes in helping underdogs start successful businesses and he's the author of the upcoming book which i haven't read it yet but it's going to be out of this world when i do get a chance it's called start from zero and it teaches entrepreneurs a new way to build businesses from scratch quickly and without the risk. And if you're curious, you got to get yourself over to the Start From Zero podcast because that's where Dane, he does some coaching on there and you'll you'll get a real good taste for what that's like. So Dane, what does mindfulness mean to you? Awakeness towards thoughts and feelings so that I'm not compulsively acting them out. So what do you do to get grounded in your life so that you're not just spinning around? I really like Wim Hof, man. Yeah, I so get, do I. I get so much fear to be in my body. It can be so difficult. And, and like, you know, and Wim Hof's like, pull again. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to breathe there. I don't want to breathe there. And so then I actually will use my awareness to be like, okay, that's my experience. I don't want to breathe there. And while allowing, I don't want to breathe there and really being with there, I'll breathe there and then, oh, then I'll get a little deeper in and I'm free from caffeine. I'm free from, I don't rely on any sort of external stimulus for the most part. I mean, my, my buddy's got this really new cool, um, like nootropic that helps with brain focus. And I, I do really like that thing, but other than that, I, um, I want to be as close to nature as possible. 
and to live a life that's inspiring authentically that I don't have to manipulate myself. And that's um, not always easy to be that honest with myself. And it actually is incredibly easy if you just kind of listen to the. <laughs> so when did you start realizing that you were not being honest to yourself? Every day. So you've realized that for a long time. <laughs> and then how did you change it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but did you change it? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, this. Uh... So how long have you been doing Wim Hof? Only, um, only 30 days. Oh, you've I only been doing it 30 days? I just found, oh, I'm so I, just surprised. I mean, I've known about him, but I've been too scared to do it. Okay. Because it's so scary to get, it's been so scary to get in my body. Uh-huh. You know, we are not our thoughts. Even if we think positively, those aren't our thoughts. Even if we're thinking, I'm handsome, I'm this, or this. No, that's not even us either. We're not even our positive thoughts. We're not our feelings. We are not our thoughts. That means that every feeling is okay. And that means that every thought is okay. Shame that we're not a provider for our family. That's okay. That's fine. Uh, failure with a business. That's okay. And if you actually get connected to the fact that failure is not who you are, and shame's not who you are, and it's an experience that passes through you, it can be 30 seconds to three minutes of crying. And then it's way different. Or it could be like a year of because you believe. So the difference is we believe first notice it. So this is what I'm learning for myself. So um, I have a lot of difficult stuff stuck below my belly button. So I breathe there and then like I'm tense. And then I hear Wim Hof say, relax to the deepest. And I'm like, oh God. And so then I'll relax to the deepest and then I'll like hear the voice. Nobody likes me nobody likes me and then like i'll imagine someone coming close to me and i'll be, I'll be like saying i know you don't like me. i know you don't like me and i'll be breathing and i'll have all this energy come up nobody likes me. nobody likes me and i just let the experience come through nobody likes me <clears throat> who likes me who likes me what's going on why isn't anyone being kind to me what's happening what's what's going on quick build a business quick get incredibly successful quick nice car quick the most beautiful woman you could find quick 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 whoa i feel unsafe wait i don't feel unsafe there is the feeling of unsafe within me breathe and then like i'm like through the metacognition and training i've built then i go into that experience and i allow all of it and all of a sudden before i know it i'm really really happy because I just honored myself on such a deep level and nobody likes you. That's an asinine sentence. I mean, it's so wrong. It's so incorrect. But if we aren't aware enough to recognize that as a thought or a feeling, then we might believe it. And I tell you what, it's pretty liberating to realize a feeling is real, but not true. It's pretty liberating to notice a thought versus believe it. Like, okay, for example, right now, nobody likes me. Right. Okay. Coming up, I see it as a thought. 
part of me really believes that. A lot of me doesn't. And without trying to change any of that experience, I notice it exactly as it is. And then I notice a part of me that wants to make people like me. And without making people like me, I do my best to try to notice that. And then I sit here. And all of a sudden, this likability turns on that's way beyond any of the experiences that I am feeling. And so with this level of metacognition training that I built, which is a fancy word that I had to look up that means we can see our own thoughts and feelings meta on our cognitive brain, I'm continuing to see that I'm okay no matter what my experience is. And thank God. <laughs> and so this pain, this fear... When did you realize that you could actually do something about this yourself? Man, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty recent. <laughs> I mean, like, wait, like, I crazy. Like, it's like, I'm in, ah, I'm in agony. I can't do this. Just get through the day. Get through this. Just, okay, kiss your girlfriend. Okay, this, okay. Hold your daughter. Okay. All right. Ooh, I can play a video game and turn my brain off for a minute. All right, just get through this, get through this. But it's like, I'm so used to that, that it's not that stressful. Mm. <laughs> then I turn on Wim Hof, who I love with all of my heart, because he is a man that was rejected for years. He was called a criminal. He was called insane. He was called an idiot. And that breaks my heart. That, that, that he was called that because, of course, I was called those things. When I said I want to build businesses I don't want to work in, oh, it's stupid. How could you do that? Well, I've got $2 million businesses I built. I built an Inc. 5,000 fastest growing company. And guess what? It didn't make me like myself anymore. So I started doing this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's fun to build things because you're not doing it to prove anything. It's the pleasure of building something is so euphoric. Well, and that, it sounds you know, like you're spending more time helping other people to yeah, get through yeah, their I mean, own pain. Yeah. I mean, it, yes, myself and others at the same time. Because um, other people have so many issues, like just like me, yeah. that it's like, okay, I want to try and help people that are like really got a ton of issues. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, so it's, I mean, it's really fun because like, you know, you like, I, I love building software as a service products mm -hmm. and they're just so lucrative and, and so easy to build in my mind. Like I'm building one right now and who knows if it'll work, but it's worth the risk. And it's not going to be much risk. It's going it's to be like three to six weeks or something mm -hmm. to test it out. And that's fine. And the basis of the problem is an issue I have. Right. So um, I, I don't, I don't, I, I want to stay in the energetic realm before I go there. So I want to stay, what I want to say is that, um, what I'm learning is that success is not personal. What is it? It feels good. Success is just when you feel good. Well, I mean, you have a business that works, you've got a business in harmony, you've got customers happily paying, there's profit, things work, it's absent of struggle. You struck a harmonic chord everywhere that feels so good. And so success isn't personal. And this is an ongoing learning because it's like, oh, look at that. I look what I did. I'm so great. Nope, crap. Nope, nope. Hold up. Notice, notice that you're making success personal. It's like, oh yeah, that aspect that doesn't feel likable really needs this success. 
notice that and then be with it. And it's like, that's not very comfortable. No wonder I'm avoiding feeling this. Wait, why is it uncomfortable? Oh, I'm really believing it's true. Oh, dang, freedom feels way better than I thought. Whoa, my eyes are getting disoriented. Ah, the map that I built to see the world is shifting in my front of my very eyes. What's going on? And so with people struggling with all these issues, generally, it's, fun, it's fundamentally, well, I don't want to say that black and white. Most of the issues that we're dealing with are identity, senses of identity. Those are very, very tricky and difficult to work with. Like for me, like unlikable, I mean, that's deep within my low belly and that's very difficult to breathe into because I believe it. And then I get there and I'm super convinced that no one likes me. And like, that's not just like, uh, that's not something I'm like, okay, cool. I'm likable. We're good to go. I mean, that takes some, some bravery to take that risk and to reach into that experience. And like, like, is it, am I unlikable? Okay, let's find out. Oh, wait, wait, I'm not. No, no. I want to be back to unlikable. I want to be back to unlikable. And all that's going on there the whole time is identity. And, and so, you know, I've got a, a guy who was, uh, I was hiring to build, you know, in terms of like successful entrepreneurship and successful CEOs and successful building teams, like my stance is that we know when something's off just a little bit with a hire, or we know when something's off just a little bit with our product, we know when something's off and we hope it goes away or we see what happens, you know, maybe it'll go away. I hired a guy to build this project and um, within 48 hours, I was like really upset about it. I was like, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. Nope, 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 no, no. He's not getting close to this idea. This idea is way too good for me just to like throw it in someone's hand. I love this idea. And, and if it doesn't work, I'll just drop it. This is quick as I love it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I give him the idea and it's, uh, he starts to, he um, starts to engage in a pattern that's based in fear when he's building it. And as soon as I see he's engaging in a pattern based in fear, I'm like, no, I don't have time to manage fear. So I'm, I, I don't want to do it. And this is all my projection that it's fear. It may not even be fear for him, but that's what I thought. But it was, it's all then rooted in the deeper issue. We got on the phone. I was like, he's like, all right, man. So how do you want the product to work here? And we should do this and this over here and this and this over here. And what do you think about this? And I'm like, I don't want to work with you on this. That's what I was like thinking the whole time. And so I was like, hey, man, something's off. I don't think we should work on this together. I can't say for sure why. Do you feel anything off? And he's like, you know, I don't actually love the product. Mm. I was like, okay, perfect. No, we don't want to do this. Right. It wasn't the God, right God, I fit. saved myself so much struggle. Right. Because you listened to yourself. Yeah, listen to myself. And I, you know what I, you know what I've been starting to say? And like, maybe one day I'll really, really, really believe it, but I believe it like 90%. What? what? <laughs> that business owners struggle will stop the instant we listen. And can you hear yourself more if you meditate? In general, it depends on how we, yes, ish, depends on how we meditate. Do you meditate? As much as I can, it's very difficult, but I do do metacognitive building practices outside of meditation as well. Um, so what does meditation look like for you when it works? Oh, it's sitting down and facing yourself. You sit down and you face your own mind. 
Do you ever meditate and hide from yourself and realize that, hey, this isn't working? Yeah. Yeah. We need to accelerate the ability that we face our own mind to become free. Like if you wanted to like accelerate your sense of freedom, it won't come through achievement. You can try. You have a momentary feeling, but it'll be back to the same mind that created. So anyway, how we do this, we sit still. And the worst thing will come up when you sit still. Mm -hmm. And then when the worst thing comes up, we do everything we can to learn how to be friends with that experience and accept it just as it is. Just like my favorite mindset mentor in the world, who I love dearly, who I work with often, says people ask him, when will this experience stop? Will this experience ever stop? And he said, oh, it most certainly will. But before it does, it'll be okay that it's here. Mm. So it's all about accepting it and moving through it. Well, it moves on its own when it's accepted. And the, the thing is, we don't realize that we can accept experiences that we feel are unacceptable. Like accept the unacceptable. Like you're like, I don't like this. Accept that. I don't like that. I don't like this. Accept that. I don't feel good about this at all accept that no accept the no because that's your actual experience that's the fastest way i've ever found the freedom my suffering i consider ended when i met this man mm. and when you built your first million dollar business and all of a sudden it hit you that you weren't feeling incredibly good about it at one point what was that like awful i panicked and ran away so you hid? I was devastated, yeah. Where did you hide? In music. So you started doing music then? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And that wasn't so long ago, was it? No. No, no. I was four years ago, 31, 32, I'm 36. Mm-hmm. So you started I, playing the guitar and singing and... I, as gifted as I became in music, I didn't think I had any gift at it. Mm. and it turned out I had a pretty enormous gift at it. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, your songs are awesome, and your album is called Nowhere to Hide, (laughs) and that's pretty interesting, isn't it, that it's called Nowhere to Hide? I busted myself. (laughs) Because you were hiding at first. It was, and still hiding in that album. Um. Doing my best not to, but letting it be a letting it be a journey. Because I, I I didn't I I couldn't say with the same metacognitive awareness that I was hiding at that time because you can't really tr- you can only like subtly feel it. You know, like if I if I wasn't hiding in this moment, I would let it be totally okay, and I would say, and my music would say, my heart hurts. I don't love myself. I don't love anyone and I want to leave the planet. And that would be the level of pain that I would want to share in a song. That would be me not hiding. Of course, I'm not going to go anywhere, but those would be my honest, honest felt experience that I put in a song is like something like I've got an experience arising right now that I'm quite identified with quite scared to touch desiring for, someone to hold my hand so I metaphorically hold my own I feel it's not enough to hold my own hand so I feel I really want someone's hand to hold and then that's just another experience that I'm that I meet and then I imagine maybe you and I hold hands that feels really nice and I think about the song I would write from this place and I think about the potential 
fame that might come. Like every time I got to a point in music where I noticed a lot of eyes on me, I would, I would back off without even knowing. Mm. And when I got to a point in business where a lot of eyes were on me because of the extraordinary accomplishments that were happening in business, I, I backed off. Mm. <laughs> and, but if I were to write songs like this, I can like imagine people like, this is amazing. I listen to this all the time. And I'm like, uh, no, 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 no. This is my journey where I'm at right now. And well, somebody asked me actually, he's like, what's, what's your big dream? And I was like, dude, my big dream is to open my heart all the way and let the entire world in. Mm. That's my big dream. Oh, you're a master communicator. And you've shown that through your podcast, Start From Zero, when you help other people and you coach them. But you've also shown it through your music because the words that you've written are masterful. Do you want to be a, a huge musical star? Yeah. I mean, I want people's hearts to feel good. And if, and if hearing my voice... There's something angelic about my voice that I run from. Mm. And I didn't think that that was in there. And then as I started, like, like I had, this might be the most honest podcast yet. Um, I had uh, a vocal coach mm -hmm. who was um, number one, like one of those top vocal coaches. He, he's taught Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses. He's taught Alicia Keys. He's taught Maroon 5. He's taught um, Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson's uh, sister. Mm -hmm. um, he teaches The Weeknd currently, who's one of the top artists in the world. Um, and I got a chance to get on his calendar. And because I make good money, I could afford him. Right. Like 500 bucks an hour or something crazy. And I would go drop like six grand in a week with him because mm -hmm. it was so exciting to be in his giant palatial home with all these cool plaques it was really fun yeah excuse me and he looked at me once and he said in my 30 years of uh teaching voice you're one of only two people i know with the exquisite beautiful tone that you have mm. and i i was like you teach the best people in the world for the last 30 years what in the hell are you talking about um and so there's something really angelic and loving about my voice uh, that I want to sing out to the world, but it's like, it's really tender and really scary. And also like, I, while I'm like emotional and crying right now or whatever, like I, I feel so good being this honest, mm -hmm. you know? And like the song that I would sing is like, you know, like, where are the eyes that are alive? I see faces, but no one seems in their places. Where are the eyes where they're alive? Are we all asleep? How long can we keep? this charade going on and that would be like an experience of like how like why like that would be so that's the emotion of i want to leave the planet mm -hmm. that's that feeling of despair right and that feeling of despair communicated in 
we want to communicate emotions with visuals and imagery because that's how the emotional, uh, intellectual brain, emotional brain, physical brain. Mm-hmm. Physical brain feels temperature. Emotional brain, self-image is stored there. Emotional brain feels emotions. Emotional brain's not that bright. You gotta be careful with it. Know how many times people are emotionally reactive. The emotional brain's not that bright. Mm-hmm. You know, father abuses us, for example, which my father did not. The father abuses us, and it's like we say something's wrong with us when we can't interpret that the the father was hurting. And so, like, we we don't have the, the emotional brain's not that bright, especially growing up and. And even when we're adults, like someone upsets us, we can't like use our deductive reasoning to be like, that person's probably having a bad day. You know, the emotional brain's not that bright. But anyway, it's important for you to know. For all us to know, um, we communicate with visual metaphor. So the feeling is despair. Where is the despair created? What image can I communicate or sing? And it's the, where are the eyes that are alive? You know, and that's just, that's a, that's a nice nice song you know and then um like the the the, the most honest things scare the crap out of me and then like i say i'm and other people relate to and i'm like crap what do you mean you relate to this i still must believe something is wrong with me no damn it's another identity you know like another thing that i would if i wasn't if i wasn't hiding Mm -hmm. i would say dude happiness that's hard yeah. My brain just goes like, what, 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 what? <laughs> yeah. Like, a, 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 like a, if a woman starts getting attracted to me, like, what is she doing? Why is she, why is she getting close? What's happening? You know, and, and that's the stuff that like, I used to not be able to see. And so I would believe it. But now I can see it as thoughts. Mm-hmm. So now if a woman comes close, it's like, wow. What an honor that this woman's coming close to me. What an honor that this, you know, with like my girlfriend, like when she comes, like when she comes close to me, it's like, oh my gosh. And now you have a daughter. Yeah. And how how has that changed things for you? The daughter is difficult to hold, really, really hold with all my presence. Like I see her eyes, my eyes meet her and her eyes meet mine. And I'm like, ooh. This is a this is a walking contradiction to some of the identities I struggled with most of my life, like identity of not mattering, identity of I don't exist, identity of invisible. Well, I clearly exist. There's a genetic proof right in front of me now. Right. And so then I think about how many fathers aren't present with their children, really present with their children. And they say it's because, oh, I'm into business or I'm into this. And it's like, really we're probably afraid to be present with the emotions that come up when we're with the ones we love. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's so much beauty to be had in that moment with her. So imagine if I wasn't aware of these thoughts. And so I distanced myself from my daughter because of these thoughts, because I believe them instead of notice them. So we don't try to remove the thought. We don't even try to change the thought. We just recognize the thought as real, but not true and notice it instead of believe it. Then we have full freedom without having to change anything. And that's a real, real pleasurable experience. And what, so, do you, what do you want for your daughter in life? To shine her heart fully. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you can help her do it. 
Oh, hell yes, I can. In a big way. Yes. Yeah. Well, you've got a, a tool that you share with the world on your website, which it doesn't seem like a hugely complicated thing, but it has an incredible effect. It's called DJP. So you go to startfromzero.com slash DJP. How did you come up with that? Working with my mentor for a year, seeing that identity is the crux of it all. And then seeing how the mind maps itself on top of things. Like, let's say your DJP is difficult action, judgment, and then pattern. So let's say your difficult action is getting your business successful. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's more subtle. Like it's like figuring out a new product line. Right. Or adding a new revenue stream to your business. Or making a key hire has really been difficult you would plug that in the DJP as the difficult action. Then the next thing you would do immediately, because the identity is so subtle and secretive and we don't even know what's going down, is you would remove the judgment that you have. So making a new hire is like my difficult action. Getting my team all aligned, that's the difficult action. Mm -hmm. And then the judgment is like you say, plenty of people struggle with that same thing. And you're like, oh, yeah, they actually do. Yeah, this is difficult. Now, all of a sudden, it's kind of okay that the difficult action's there. And now that it's okay, now we look at the pattern. Where else does this pattern emerge? Okay, getting my team aligned. Where else does this pattern emerge? You know what? I'm not exactly the greatest communicator with my family either. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. My team and my family communication, like, dang, that's pretty revealing, DJP. Then once you have that, you hold it. And your awareness, it's all okay that it's there. And then you look for the identity that is at the crux of this. So then you ask, who is the person that struggles with something like this? And then you might find something crazy, like, you know, someone who's unworthy of communicating their honest feelings. And then you realize the team's not aligned and your family isn't as clearly communicated with because you actually have issues honestly communicating your feelings. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy crap. Life could be awesome. And your struggle stopped the moment you were able to listen. And that means listen to yourself, listen to your identities. That means listen to your customers, you know, like it can be really subtle things, man. Like, uh, like subtle things like, um, well, not subtle, but like unconscious arrogance is like rampant in myself and among business owners. Like mm. business is struggling. Your struggle will stop the moment you listen. Mm. And I, when I mean like, I want to release another book sometime probably called like Listen and Grow Rich. Mm -hmm. Because if we really listen, you grow like not just a little bit rich, but like good, good, good amounts of wealth when you just listen. And so like, what's a, my, my friend, she's got a, a course she teaches people how to make money on YouTube. You know, it's uh -huh. so like if you're a business owner, here's how to get on YouTube. And she's like, yeah, Dane, you know, people keep asking me, like they want to make money fast on YouTube. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. It takes like two years to start making money on YouTube. And I was like, whoa, you're not listening. People are telling you exactly what they want. They want to make money fast on YouTube. I'm pretty sure if you sat down with a pen and a paper for a day and asked the question, how can we make money fast on YouTube? I'm pretty sure you can figure that out. And she's like, actually, you know what? I could, we could probably do this and this and this and this, and that would work. Ha ha. Try and sell that. You're going to blow up mm -hmm. because you listen. 
And so like you see as business owners, we're just so arrogant to our customers' requests. Like, no, you can't do that. You can't have that fast result. You got to do this and you got to do that. And then you're like, whoa, okay. Your bank account's very sad that you are not listening. <laughs> and your bank account doesn't care. Actually. That's only an identity of a bank account. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, listen, yeah. listen, listen, listen to yourself. Find the identities that cause struggle. There's no need for any struggle in life. Prolonged, prolonged sense of struggle? Absolutely not. And and their uh, success should be as automatic and natural as breathing. And mm. it does that when we get brave enough to listen. And it's just it was so weird because it's like, she would like fight it, be like, no, no, I want it to be my way. I want the people to make it in two years and I want this and this. And I've been there too with my things. Yeah. And then you're like, and you decide to like, my favorite example of this is my, one of my voice coaches, not the coach that worked with all the top guys, but another coach I really, really liked who I think was even better in my opinion than the uh -huh. other guy. Yeah. But um, he had people asking him for years on his YouTube channel. They were like, yo, can you do a vocal reaction of a top singer? Like listen to a singer and then pause and talk about what he's doing when he's singing, do a voice reaction. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's stupid. That's dumb. I'm never going to do anything like this. That's so boring. I'll be so bored and blah, blah. Three years go by and he builds a 3,000 person subscriber base in three years. 3,000 wow. people, three years. Not very good. Okay. Not very yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. He did his first voice reaction. It blew up. And he's uh -huh. like, and he ended up having so much fun giving people exactly what they wanted is very, very fun mm -hmm. when you can. And then in 90 days, he grew from 3,000 to 30,000 subscribers. He 10X'd his growth in three months by giving people what they were asking for for three years. Listen and grow rich is very true. It's not like listen and do good. It's like, dude, go way, way beyond what you thought possible. Just listen. You got mm -hmm. like guys like Clay Collins, who was an old friend of mine back in the day who starts lead pages. Mm -hmm. It's a huge landing page software. And, you know, he was releasing HTML templates and like people were like, how do you do the FTP and how do you add the HTML code? And he's like, dude, I'm giving you free templates. What else do you guys want? Unconscious arrogance. Yeah. Uh, and he's not aware that he's arrogant, that he's annoyed. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So, dude, I'm uh, sorry. So um, uh, then he realizes, oh, people need help. So he built a thing where they could click a button and get a landing page. And that became lead pages because mm -hmm. he listened. He I got to tell you, the fastest thing that you could do to help any business owner is look at what's right in front of them and help them listen to it. Because the wealth is right in front of us all. If you're in business, who's my ideal customer? You already know. They're the people you love to work with. They're the people that come to you automatically and easily. They spend money with you easily. They love working with you. They listen to what you do. They're not a pain in the ass. They don't bother you at certain times. They don't ask you to discount your prices. And that person has a specific makeup. They're a specific avatar. And they're there. They're not a big struggle to work with. They don't buy and drain you over the course of a year. If you listen and look, you'll see the ideal customer. Mm. And then if you really listen to what their dream desire is, incredible it's difficult it's vulnerable it's a it's a vulnerability that i think is 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 you know it'd be good to do like a if anybody wants to do like some sort of weekend list how to listen to customers workshop mm -hmm. enough like if there's people that want to do that i'd be happy to put one of those on because i could sit you down in front of someone else and then have you listen to them and you'll start to see how uncomfortable it can be to really be intimate with someone else yeah that would be that would be really good so, yeah. I mean, maybe we could, maybe we could put a, maybe we could put an event on like event on like that and you know record it and 
mm-hmm. then it can be something that lives online for people to practice and do. So, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Because uh, listening is difficult. Yeah, yeah, it is difficult for a lot of people. Dane, as we move on, I want to ask you five quick, quick questions. The first one yep. is, who is one person that has influenced mindfulness in your life? So many. Um, Wim Hof, and then oh. my top mindset mentor. Um, you, he's, he's not, you won't find him if you look up his name, but we're making a site for him called make friends with the mind.com. Okay. Make friends with the mind.com. That guy's incredible. How has mindfulness affected your emotions? Uh, they just showed me that I'm a little too dramatic. <laughs> Tell us how breathing now that you do Wim Hof, how is breathing a part of your mindfulness practice? It has everything to do with it, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Breathe, breathe deep, breathe into like the, if you like smoke cigarettes or you drink caffeine or you have any behaviors or habits that you hate doing and hate engaging, but you still do it, don't do the habit. And when the habit is at the strongest, like you have to do it, do Wim Hof and breathe into the suffering that you feel because you're not engaging in that behavior, like caffeine or something, for example, mm-hmm. and do Wim Hof and you'll freaking change your life. Mm. If you could recommend a book somehow related to mindfulness, what would that be? I don't know, man. Mindfulness is a, a lived practice. I don't have any books I've read on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you share an app which can help people to be more mindful or to be more focused or more grounded? Yeah. A, a piece of paper and a pen mm. and writing out your thoughts on paper so you can stop lying to yourself and like believing BS. And what about gratitude? Is that a big part of your life? I wish it was, should be. Yeah. Yeah. Gratitude does amazing things for a lot of people. Well, your website is startfromzero.com and you got to get that book, Mindful Tribe, order that book, Start From Zero, because it's going to be life-changing. It's going to be absolutely life-changing. And And if they, uh, and if they're not, if they're not in a place where they want to buy it too, um, you can also check out a free book excerpt. Um, and it'll be startfromzero.com forward slash mindfulness. Oh, okay. And then it'll be no email capture. Just go there. You click on it, it'll open up a quick PDF and you can skim it and see if you like the excerpt. If you like that, then do please pick up the book, but no need to buy it until you know you like it. And, but, but thank you for telling them to buy it too. I think I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing you can do is check out the podcast, start from zero and yep, listen to fun. some episodes of that. And yeah, cause you're, you're uh, coaching a lot of different kinds of people and it's interesting. You really show that what you're saying is true about listening because you really listen to those, those people <laughs> that are on the show. And then you come up with some pretty profound things for them to think about. Good. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's great. Well, Dane, it's been awesome talking to you. Thank you so much for jumping on the call and coming on Mindfulness Mode. I really appreciate it. Any any parting words? Thanks for what you do. It's a great podcast you got. You're welcome. You're welcome, Dane. All the best to you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the interview today, Mindful Tribe. Don't forget to share and just let your friends and relatives know about this podcast so they can get in on it too. And uh, yeah, hey, that that thing I mentioned at the top of the show, a meditation featuring the sound of light waves and water, and, and I'm working you through a sequence of helping you be, become more content 
in this time of discontent. So enjoy this meditation at mindfulnessmode.com slash waves of content. See you next time.